Yo, yo, yo. How's it going? It has been a minute since we've done the yo, yo, yo. Uh, I usually say, you know, welcome back, but welcome to Dynasty Hotline. Will here with Canyon. Um, yeah, I, there's a couple different ways that we could have like kicked this off and started this off. I wanted to do a current state of Dynasty as kind of the concept of the first kickoff stream to just kind of talk about it in general and to talk about just why Dynasty, you know? Dynasty Hotline, why are we doing Dynasty Fantasy Football? What's the appeal? And man, I kind of want to sell it a little bit because, dude, I love Dynasty Football. I know you love you love Fantasy Football Dynasty as well. And I think a lot of people who play normal Fantasy Football would absolutely love Dynasty Leagues. Um, obviously, the concept, I'll, I'll kind of do the uh, beginner's guide, quick intro, and then we'll get into the overall landscape. Obviously, with the Dynasty League, it's like a typical normal redraft league, uh, or if you played in keeper leagues before, but you are, you know, keeping your players forever, for literally ever. And then you're doing rookie drafts with the incoming rookies in the NFL drafts, usually three to four rounds based off of, there's a couple different ways you do it, but basically similar to the NFL draft, the worst teams, first picks and so on. I won't do the uh, most basic intro, but uh, we'll get into, man, what do you, what do you like about the dynasty game? And I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Mm-hmm. Why, why dynasty? Yeah, uh, you know, I was a long time just redraft, 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 you know, classic, probably like a lot of people in middle school, you, you join a fantasy league, you just do redraft forever, then you stumble across Dynasty. Uh, the big thing for me is like redraft, it's like, you know, if you're playing a video game, to all my gamers out there, you play a video game, you play it for a whole year, you have a lot of fun, you make a lot of progress, but then, oh, the next game comes out next year, you got to start all over. Some people like that, some people don't. But Dynasty, that's kind of how Redraft is, right? You play the game for the whole year, you have the offseason, and then you refresh and you're just done, and you got to start from scrap again. Dynasty, you can obviously build on your team every single year. You are the GM, and a lot of those college football heads, you can kind of go into Dynasty, flex your college football knowledge with those Dynasty drafts, um, and kind of show some edge there if you think that you are a big college football guy. So um, those are kind of the main differences and appeals that I had, at least going into it. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think, man, there's there's so many fun aspects of Dynasty. I think the the whole like, man, players who wouldn't like typically matter. Like, obviously, a lot of Dynasty leagues are are deeper, and because you're having a lot of these rookies and young players for a long period of time, I mean, a lot of rookies just like don't even matter for fantasy. You literally like some of them are like all oh, late round drafts, uh, late round picks in a redraft league. And it's like JSN this year. It's like, ah, oh, man, you know, not really performing. But like, man, JSN, top prospect. I know you don't like, you don't like talking about Ohio State with the uh, hard jersey in the backgrounds. But um, no, a lot of these guys who like, man, it isn't just a one and done thing too, right? It isn't like, oh, man, all my players got hurt. That sucks. Like, I lost my redraft league. It's like, no, man, based off of how the season's going, you, you're you're making moves. Are you a contender? Are you rebuilding? Are you going to tank to get an early rookie rookie draft pick? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I could nerd out about why I like Dynasty, uh, but I just wanted to start the first two to three minutes of this stream, the inaugural kickoff stream, just talking about that. And then getting into, man, what is Dynasty Hotline? And I want to show a little bit of, of what we're looking to do in kind of like the Dynasty space, I guess, here. And, and the first thing is live streams like this, where you know, whoever pops in the chat, I think the, the majority of these will be kind of Q&A focused in terms of like dynasty. I think the big thing is so many leagues are different. Obviously, there's so many different combinations of trades, moves, situations people can be in. And so I think having kind of like a Q&A focused aspect 
uh, in a live stream is great. And I'm gonna kick over here and just kind of show another thing. We have uh, roster reviews that that we uh, we uh, oh, I lost uh, I lost Canyon here, but we'll, we'll we'll get him back. Don't don't worry about it. We'll get Big Canyon here for a second. Pop him up there in the corner. Um, no, so uh, the roster reviews is is another thing where you know we can do live roster reviews where we're you know on stream going through people's rosters lives and uh this might be a a brand risk but would love to have people on stream <laughs> to, to do the roster reviews with right i think you that would care. yeah yeah i mean if, if you guys are cool about it i mean we might have to cancel it if if you guys are pretty weird but no no i think it would be fun to kind of like walk through because i think there's one thing to get sent somebody's roster and be like, yo, tell me what I should do with this team. What move should I make? Should I, you know, be, you know, selling the farm, getting draft picks, liquidating? Should I, you know, be pushing all in to contend this year? And a lot of that is pretty dependent on what your leagues are like, right? I mean, are, are, yeah. are running backs way overvalued? That's a thing we hear in dynasty leagues. You know, a lot of people that like transition from redraft, um, well, you know, scoring formats, obviously you can explain that, but how does the league respond to that scoring format, right? If it's a big tight end premium, is it impossible to trade for Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews? I think these kind of things, uh, doing a live roster review with people, uh, I think is really, really helpful and beneficial. So so this is a little form. It's in the description if you want to check it out. There's an option to not do it live with us if you're not comfortable or you know would rather us just kind of knock it on our own. Um, yeah, and then there's some context stuff here. But yeah, we just kind of want to... Honestly, this this intro stream, there isn't a huge show sheet. I kind of just wanted to riff. Um, if you guys could like, subscribe. Forgot that I was going to autoplay when I switched scenes. But uh, it's, a, it's a great great reminder. Would, would appreciate the the support on the Dynasty Hotline channel. But let's just get into it. Let's We, we did a little intro, what Dynasty Hotline is, uh, who we are. But um, mm. who topic. are we? Yeah. No. Topic. Yeah. Um, but, if you want to go on to it or you got something. Yeah, go for it. Let's hear it. You know, not to pat my own back in a corner or anything. <laughs> oh, We're talking about dynasty. We're talking about young quarterbacks. And, you know, I don't want to be the guy that brings up a black guy. I really don't. But CJ Stroud, you know, if you watch us in our older days, I was big on CJ Stroud. I thought he should have gone one. I thought he should have gone over Bryce Young, not only just in the NFL, but for fantasy. And CJ Stroud is a buzzing quarterback, not only in just normal fantasy, but especially dynasty um, with the rookie putting up some absolute numbies for a pretty strange unique surprising Houston Texans offense with a with a ravished O-line I think it's really interesting to to talk about man from a um like Damian Pierce perspective and his like terrible running efficiency numbers I think he is a better running back than he's shown production wise but for man for Stroud to to be to be doing this uh, it's really, it's really interesting too. Uh, I'm going to pull up keep trade cut here and just kind of look at the, where Stroud is right now among quarterbacks versus, you know, where he was previously. Yeah. And I mean, let's just do this. I mean, if we're, if we're doing you know, super flex, super flex rankings here, uh, I've got the quarterbacks pulled up and I think, I think the, I think the, the, the top is obvious, right? You, you, you're talking, you're, you're Mahomes, Allen hurts. I still think Herbert Burrow, he's, he's clocked in right behind Burrow right now crazy it's just crazy. insane and i think it's yeah. is that too rich for you i think you were you were probably yes. one of the biggest <laughs> stroud guys and uh yeah uh, yeah i mean i think it's definitely a bit uh it's out there i don't hate it i think he's showing like a lot of this i 
keep trade cut goes a lot of like you know the projection line right yeah and like where they're heading where they're and, and youth youth is definitely preferred yeah, i think effect. just just among yeah yeah uh so i i get it i don't i would usually if i was making a ranking system i'd probably play it a little bit more conservative but i do understand why they're doing so high and like you said the age is crazy advantage for him but uh back to what we said about the college thing you know if you're doing a redraft versus dynasty it's like well i know college ball i might be good at dynasty I'm not saying I'm good at Dynasty, let's be honest, but I do know college ball. I yeah. do want to say C.J. Stroud, I watch a lot of Ohio State just because I'm a big Michigan fan. I have to watch a lot of Ohio State. I can toot C.J. Stroud's horn because he's never beaten Michigan. <laughs> Another little jab there I had to throw in. There you go. But watching C.J. Stroud versus all these other Ohio State you know, quarterbacks that you know went high or like either you know late first round, not a lot of them went as high, or I don't know if any of them went as high as Stroud did, but um, – he just looks a lot different. You know, you watch college ball, you want to make an impact in dynasty. You see, you see CJ Stroud, he's not doing the bubble screens and the slants all game. He knows he can throw the deep ball. He can be accurate. Uh, he can work, uh, you, you know, he can move around the pocket, but he's not like, I have to scramble for his quarterback. Mm, he can be in the mobile enough. He has to. Yeah. Mobile enough, but they're not like designing runs too much for him. Like he has to have an arm. He does have an arm because in the NFL, you need the arm. And then the scramble is kind of, you know, on top of that, unless you're, a bit unique, like I guess Lamar Jackson still need the arm though. Um, and we're seeing that with Justin Fields, right? They're like, okay, you know, yeah, you can scramble, but you need to show us you can be in the pocket and throw the ball. And that's a whole, whole other argument. No, and I, I think that's, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to spend a second on just the, the Stroud ranking overall. And uh, I think the, the like process and the mindset and thinking around dynasty is one of the most interesting aspects. I think there's a, there's a way to be a good dynasty player to be a great dynasty player and not even be a big rankings guy where it's more of the the process you use how you're responding to you know the the situation your team is in in terms of like you know consolidating and you know competing or tanking and liquidating but uh yeah i mean if we're just talking qbs right now it's i i love stroud but man if you talk about age at the quarterback position um I mean, that's, that's, uh, we talk about it a lot with running backs and wide receivers even less, but man, quarterbacks play. I mean, they can, I'm not saying everyone's going to be a Tom Brady in terms of the age, as far as how long they play, but you know, I don't consider Patrick Mahomes old at the quarterback spot because he's 28. Right. right. So, so for me, the age discount of 22 to Stroud versus, you know, a, a almost 27 year old Lamar is, is almost negligible for me. Um, and I know Lamar is probably an interesting point in terms of, you know, his production he's shown with, with, with Munkin at the start of the season, but I'd still take Lamar over him. Um, I think two is an interesting one. I think two is a little bit more of, if you're worried about the, you know, head, head injuries and everything. Um, at at this point, I think injury stuff is really hard to predict, but I I get if just out of fear, you're just like, ah, just give me Stroud there. Um, T law, I, from a production standpoint, but man, just, just from a prospect perspective and, and seeing a little bit better production. I know Stroud's been amazing to start, uh, but there's a, there's a couple of quarterbacks that are pretty interesting. I, I think you see Kyler down here, mm-hmm. but I, what I really wanted to do was talk about fields and you had the little transition there. Yeah. Um, not going to be placed in IR. We, we had the Eberflus come out. It is, it is a week to week injury. So we can, we probably will see fields this season. You know, it isn't a season season ender. Um, but man, what do you what do you do with Fields? Because I think the mindset around Fields was this this is, at the beginning of the year production was terrible, Bears looked awful, and it was man we we messed up. We you got to get out on Fields for whatever you can get. Trade for any first, and 
Then we saw the blow-up game with Washington, and it was, hey, let's ride out the field's production. He's got a couple easy games coming up, and then trade him when he's had two or three games and people are back-bought in as a top-eight, top-nine quarterback. And then the injury happens, and no one's buying fields right now because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, the fooled you, potentially. Mm -hmm. And we see him down here at QB12. Uh, I already was taking Kyler over fields. Um, I am not a, a fields hater, but, man... The Bears have the first overall. If the Bears have the first overall pick, they've got the Panthers pick too. So, yeah, I, I mean, mm. Caleb Williams, disappointing game, whatever on uh, that Notre Dame game, uh, weird stuff. But I mean, he's the the Patrick Mahomes, you know, level Trevor Lawrence level prospect heading into this draft. First overall pick, no questions asked. Um, so, man, it's just now we could see a trade back like like we saw uh, last year. But man, if Bears are bad again, they have another first overall pick too, or, or another early first pick, either their own or, or the uh, the Panthers. It's just really hard for me to be bought in on Fields. Give me give me Kyler Murray, uh, give me Bryce Young, and then you're starting to get to Fields versus um, you know the the now producers, uh, a little older like like Goff. Love is kind of interesting. I'm not really bought in on Love. Um, he's got he's got at least another year for sure in terms of the way that 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 situation was handled. Uh, but I think Fields, honestly, it's it's Fields versus. I'm higher on Deshaun Watson. I feel like I'm going to take a lot of flack on that. Uh, I'm pretty bought in across my leagues uh, on Deshaun, um, Dak, I, Sam Howell. Ugh, I can't do Sam Howell. But uh, I think honestly, Fields, it's Fields versus the quarterbacks who are healthy now and producing. And it's like, yeah, maybe take him over Kirk because, you know, with no no Jefferson. But, yeah. Can I say something? I think Fields is getting a little disrespected on this list. And Bryce Young is getting a little overrated on this list. Wow. Okay. Uh, we can we can do the Bryce Young thing. I, I do want to transition so we can yeah. talk about uh, other positions. I think the running back position is pretty interesting. But uh, let's, do, let's do the Bryce Young thing, man. Brock Purdy over Justin Fields for Dynasty? Like I get it. It's like he's in a great system. He's in a great offense. Let's he's yeah. been good. It's not like just a system quarterback. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. But if we're talking longevity, we're talking the odds that Purdy holds that starting job. They don't go out and try to get someone more experienced, or you know, a, yeah. a, a scenario where they can find someone like a not like a Fields, but someone that is now in a bad scenario. Like Fields could be in a bad scenario real quick here, right? Yeah. He's injured. They get in one pick. They get Caleb Williams. Fields goes somewhere else. I think that'd be great for Fields. I don't think it's necessarily all his like. Yes, there's a lot of struggles with him and now this injury. And there's just so much week-by-week reactions in fantasy. That in in dy- like, yeah, in dynasty, dynasty is a week-to-week game. It is, it, is, it is crazy. It is not, man, player values. And like keep trade cut, obviously can't update as quickly as day-to-day. But man, the Monday after the Sunday games... Your your players' values could be drastically different based off of you know right. the performance of one week and let and that's not even considering injuries right with with a guy like Fields. Uh, and no. is it not? Do you not think it's advantageous to try to keep a macro perspective in a season long perspective, not even just dynasty long like years, but season long perspective and take advantage of the overhyped reactions from a week by week basis in dynasty versus redraft. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about Purdy. Um, sec, second year, yeah. you, you're you're you've got a cost controlled quarterback. We've seen a lot of teams do this, where it's the it's the Joe Burrow, it's the Patrick Mahomes, it's the Brock Purdy, it's the and I'm not I'm not putting Purdy at those levels of production, but it's the hey, we got a quarterback on a cheap deal. 
let's let's spend the money around him and man the 49ers not going to have any early picks anytime soon man this this team is going to be you know conference championship uh, aspirations and i think the only reason and i'm not i'm not trying to i think the only reason that we're even having this conversation about purdy is because of this really disappointing game against one i think arguably the best defense in the nfl right now in the cleveland yeah. browns and uh, the whole, you know, if he doesn't have McCaffrey and a healthy Debo, you know, he's he's just, uh, you know, he's a backup quarterback. But man, I think I think Purdy's played well enough, and it's hard for me to believe that the situation won't in San Francisco won't be great for the next three, four seasons for him to easily hold this job. And then I think the only question we have to answer is what does the contract situation at the end of his rookie deal look right. like? I think that's the standpoint. I I, so, I would sit here and say I don't see a world unless he absolutely melts down or there's an injury where Purdy is not the Niners starting quarterback throughout the entirety of his rookie contract. Okay, so if they don't win a Super Bowl this year or next year, you think he's they're still putting him out there to start in, that, in the following year? I, I think... I mean, think about think about Jimmy. The you know those years. I think he right. would have to play like noticeably. This is all on Brock Purdy. You know, three interceptions for that those questions to happen. Okay, I, I think the only difference for me with that is that Brock Purdy is so young that it's like okay, he's been doing it fine, but like he should have it by now. Whereas when they got Garoppolo, it's like Garoppolo was a bit more established, and it's like he should have it, and he didn't, and so they were okay with shipping him. Yeah. Whereas Brock, it's like young. It's like, do they have that same mindset where he's young and it's like, okay, this kid just doesn't and never did have it. It's just he was just good enough. But now we need to win a Super Bowl. We haven't in two years. Like, it's time to look elsewhere. And you can get a guy for freaking eight mil that can, might be better than Purdy if, if they see fit to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, there is. It, it, it It's an interesting question, too. And I think it, it is very interesting in terms of we won't know what the quarterback drafts of the future will necessarily look like. You can tell me all you want about these prospects who are going to be declaring for the draft in in, in two to three High years. Scores. Yeah, but we, I mean, we've seen it. I don't have to call out the names of the Spencer Rattlers of the world where, yeah. you know, these guys that are supposed to be top first round picks uh, are, are just nothing. Now, with that being said, I, this is, looks like a pretty decent quarterback class uh, coming into very, the NFL. This, very good. Yes. I, I mean, even past incredible. Caleb Williams. I mean, there's some people that are talking about Drake May on the same level of Caleb Williams, and that's not even talking about Penix. Uh, I know you're a JJ. Are, are you a JJ guy? I don't want to assume you're a JJ guy. Is he a late, late like, first? Is he a late first, or is he going to go I, Levis range? I think he'll be a first-round pick. Okay. I don't think he should. I don't think he'll be like great like right away. Yeah. I don't think he'll be a day one starter. I think I, I think could see him as an early second very... sit behind for a year. Kind yeah, of. 100%. Yeah. But I, I still think he goes like maybe late first. Okay. Depending on how Michigan does. But I think this draft is actually incredible for quarterbacks. There are so many guys. Like, like a lot of people are high on like Will Rogers. And you got like, like you said, Penix, Bo Nix, Caleb Williams, Drake May, JJ McCarthy. Uh, I'm, I'm missing a lot. But I think this like 10, 11 yeah. deep. Of guys that can come in and either start or you know be a sit behind for a year and yeah. anticipate a start. I think I think there's I think there's three. I mean, I want to say lock it in day one starters, but pretty much. Oh yeah, at least three. I think yeah. there's a lot of like right. this class. I think there are more quarterbacks than teams that have a weak QB. Rate. 
Let's do it. I mean, we're we're riffing. Let's uh, let's let's go through the teams here. I'm gonna I'm, let's let's list them out. Okay, I'm gonna pull up all the NFL teams. Uh-huh. We're gonna do uh, actually. Let's just do the Tankathon draft order right now, because that'll that'll be a better uh, depiction of of you know what teams might take quarterbacks. Um, should, let, let, let's do this. We're, we're, I'm gonna give you three options. Taking a quarterback for sure. Eh, might take a quarterback. I could see it, yeah. or no way. Shut up. Got it. All right, ready? Chicago. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, with the draft pick, they'll take a quarterback for sure. Okay. And this is I. It's tough. It's tough because the assumption with Chicago, I think, is you're you're picking at the top end of the draft. Um, I think you're one. That's what I'm going off of, and they most. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna answer some of these. Carolina, no. I know you you might not be a big Bryce guy, but I mean they're not gonna no, take yeah, a guy first. You yeah. You just can't. Yeah. Uh, Denver. Yes. Oh no, I'll say eh, maybe. Yeah, it's a little weird with the Russ. No one's trading for Russ, and so the contract yeah, is a little weird. Um, yeah, I mean that might be a sit, sit behind for a year, but we'll see. I think that's a Sean Payton um, trade the farm to trade up for Caleb Williams, but I, I don't see a world where that happens. Uh, Arizona. I'll let you answer this one. My answer is no. I'm I'm a Kyler yeah, I guy. I, I don't go I don't get the bad blood with what's what's the what is the bad blood with Kyler other than people think he plays a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> I, is it off the injury? I mean, probably like injury concerns. Okay. You got people that the casuals are gonna be like undersized, but it's like, dude, he was Yeah. It's not like he just all of a sudden is undersized. He's been undersized and he's been a top quarterback while he was undersized. Like whatever. Yeah, and, and don't uh, even get me started on on Kyler being underrated from a fantasy perspective. Will do. Kyler is, is is a buy in dynasty, but I think that might be too late. Uh, he's he's coming back from the injury. Um, this one, uh, I don't want to talk about this one, but uh, Giants, the contract with Daniel uh, Jones. I'm say no. Okay, the firm no is interesting because I think a lot. Of, now, 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 I'm going to ask you this question. Giants somehow. I don't know if I even need to say somehow that offensive line is terrible. Giants have the first overall pick. Are they? They're taking Caleb Williams. Uh, I'm gonna say they trade it. I could say they trade I could it. see. I think, it. I think they had they had a playoff year last year, kind of out of nowhere. They got coach of the year for Brian Dable. Like they had an exceeding expectations year. It's a bad year because they had such a good year last year that we expected more, and so it is a really bad year regardless. But it's one bad year. It's not like I don't think you overreact. It's, it's the offensive line. Jones. It, it yeah, is. It's and, not like that. And say what you will about the you know the the turnovers. We got to see. Um, you might call it like a oh new system magic with Dayball last year. We got to see Daniel Jones, uh, not turn the ball over, uh, terribly last season. And this season, it's just I mean it's ten sacks a game, man. It's it's there's only so much you can put on Daniel Jones when he has one second one and a half seconds to get the ball out um new england uh if you're talking number one pick yes definitely oh i'm i'm going yes definitely i i think the mac jones experience is is done uh, yeah i think probably too i just think bill belichick is such a weirdo so i can never say yes definitely i i okay i i get that mindset but i think the weirdo is he's the type of guy who will <clears throat> we'll see some bailey yeah, zappy this year like we are seeing Bailey Zappi this year, I can guarantee it. Yeah, the the, yeah, the yeah. next Pats meltdown, it might be this week. It might be, <laughs> you know, against the Bills. Mac Jones has two picks in the first like half, sneaky, and Zappi like comes out. Game with that. Okay. I like a sneaky close game there, to be honest. With the, Which, I hate saying that. 
because they're so bad. But it's in New England. Dude, there's too many low totals. I can say, yeah, I don't week. know how long I can be like, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't lose too, you know, people say like, doesn't lose this many in a row, doesn't lose that bad twice. He came off the back-to-back worst losses ever, so you yeah. kind of have to throw all that Bill Belichick narrative up the window. Yeah, I think it's I think they're just awful. Uh, but we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it going here. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll uh I'm gonna I'm gonna do a time check on this. I know we're we're riffing. We are we are approaching 30 minutes in. Uh, we can just do we let's do these quarterbacks. Talk through the landscape of dynasty. I, I want to talk. I want to hit on the running back uh, position for sure. Real quick, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. It's been bugging me. I named draft Will Rogers when I was talking about good quarterbacks. I should not have. He's fine. I watched yeah, him because I, I know he was hyped, and I watched him. He's not good. I just want to shout out Jordan Travis first of all, much better than than Will Rogers. I also want to shout out Shador Sanders, Quinn Ewers, mm. other guys. That yeah, we we didn't even mention Shador. I think he's a, he's an interesting and, and from a fantasy perspective yeah. too. I mean, the he's getting sacked so much that the daniels sorry just there's so many people other than will rogers that was really bugging me sorry you go (laughs) no no i was just gonna say from a rushing standpoint if you're just a box score checker and that's that's how you're doing your analysis and you're not a big college guy shador's getting sacked so much and the sack Mm -hmm. the rushing yardages it (laughs) takes away your sacks so games where he would have like 80 90 rushing yards he's having like 20 because he's getting yeah. negative 50 yards in sacks, um, which, I mean, is, is a quarterback issue, too. I mean, there's, there's a little bit of that, but, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll keep going here. Let's go Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, I don't know Kirk's contract. I could, I could see. I'm going to say, I think maybe. He is a, I believe he's a free agent at the end of this year. I I, I could see Ooh, them bringing Kirk back. Yes. I'm going to say yes. If he's a free agent, I'm going to say yes. I think they move on from now. They're this is like this is a great narrative time. Like it's you're playing so bad. People are talking about the close wins last year and how you, they were frauds, and now they're kind of showing it. I think the the tough uh, thing is though, I don't think Kirk's playing that bad. And they bad. could have a good pick, but they could also have a good pick. And this is, this is your window. Like okay. it's stars are aligning, contracts up. You're playing bad. You're getting a good pick. It might be you can get Bo Nix. You can get uh, freaking JJ. You can get yeah. Actually, JJ to Vikings. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. We'll keep it going here. Uh, Tennessee. Uh, I'm going to say no. They just have too many. Like, they have two prospects behind them already. I know. it's. I, I think the, t- the toughest thing for me is we're probably going to see. We saw Malik Willis last week. And if we don't yeah. see Will Levis this year, I could see it. Because, man, I Malik Willis I is just see. not it. He is just not it. And if, if they're not even comfortable playing levis over malik willis right now with the Tannehill injury and this team is talking about trading derrick henry though my only thing is um i don't think vrabel's a tanker so yeah, i i have some wasted picks then man yeah i Sorry. mean yeah early second but yeah no i agree but I, I i could see it i'm not saying that that for sure is going to happen i think they would have to have an early pick or or an easy avenue to yeah. a top quarterback yeah. it would have to be like oh man tennessee could take may here you know they could take panics here uh kind of deal <laughs> Right, uh, gr- right. Gr- Green Bay, uh, Jordan Love. Uh, I think he's locked into another year. Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't right. think that'll happen. Uh, Chargers, no. Uh, Saints, no. Yes. especially after this Thursday Definitely night yes. game. Yeah, I mean, even before this, like Carr had a couple injury scares. Like, yeah, it, it's tough because I, I think if Carr plays well. better, if we just see the Saints offense overall play better at the second half of the year, I could see this team I mean, not going quarterback in this draft. I think the Saints throw the ball the most out of any team in the NFL right now. Yeah, to Alvin Kamara for six yards. <laughs> and I love it. But 
exactly like it's not like the opportunity's not there like they're letting him loose and he's just not performing the way that he should yeah I, like it's it's a little like, it's a little injury but yeah i don't think i don't think car special so i'm not gonna do this uh atlanta uh god i i want to say yes so bad but yeah, I I do too. what arthur smith likes about no i'm not a big yeah i'm not a big ritter guy he he's he's had moments um I think I think this will be a middle. I think the only issue with Atlanta is they might just win too many games where it's Ritter again. I know this. I I would feel bad for Atlanta fans because I don't like this scenario. You're winning games and you run a lot, but you don't have a good quarterback. But he does fine. He's serviceable enough to keep the job. You have you got Bijan like or not? Mar- uh, yeah, they saw Mariota. Am I stupid? No, he's a uh, Eagles. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you have like such an established run game, so you just need a serviceable quarterback, and you win enough games. You don't have like it's just limbo. I hate mm. that. I would hate that as a fan. We've seen that with the Lions being in that limbo. Yeah. No, it's a it's the Heineke magic, which I'm I I'm not gonna rule out the possibility we Thank get the you. we get the Heineke. Uh, um. All right, Vegas. Uh. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I'm gonna go Colts. No, Washington. Uh, I'll say no right now. I'm gonna I go. Think, yeah, you go. Yeah, maybe. No, I. I mean, I. I would go. Maybe. I think it's. I mean, I. These yeah. are tough ones that are all right. dependent on how Washington plays to end the year. I don't foresee Washington yeah. making it to middle of the pack with their the way their defense is playing, uh, and and right. the, the division they're in. But um, yeah, I, I think it's a little situation based. It's it's are they a top ten draft pick team? And uh, was Howell not great? He's taken a ton of sacks. He's got he's got a little bit of dog in him. Okay, I'll Dude, give he's got you that. A lot of dog in him. He does. He's got some flash he does. And I him. I don't I don't I don't dislike Howell, but I, I think for me, what I'll say about Howell from a dynasty perspective, um, I could see him buying himself another year just based off of the rookie rookie yep. deal concept. 100%. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not bought in on Howell long term. Jets, I'm gonna go no with a healthy Rogers return. Um, I think if they if they're picking middle of the first, I don't think it's a let's get him the protege. I think it's let's get him let's get a win now for for Rogers, healthy Rogers coming back. I'm gonna go A maybe. Okay. I think it'd just be like kind of funny if Rogers finally got. <laughs> they his need shot. a backup. Saying, they, this they, is nothing to do with injury. I'm not saying injury is funny, but I think it'd be kind of funny if Rogers finally got back and he was like finally my my time to shine. Then they brought someone in. Yeah, I mean they, they. I don't think they'll do this in the draft. I don't think this makes sense. But they need a a Bridgewater, a Wentz, not even those players specifically, but they need a middle need of like the pack back late quarterback. second round. Like, dude, this quarterback class is so deep. You can it get like deep, a late yeah. second round quarterback that's very serviceable. Yeah, that's like a prospect. It, it, it isn't, yeah. doesn't necessarily even have to be a... All right, I'm going to lock... Quinn Ewers late. We're gonna, I'm going to go Bengals, no. Uh, Bucks. Yeah, no. Baker. Baker's playing better than I thought, man. The, are, the, are the Bucks the Seahawks of last year? Talk about the Seahawks, oh, man. Gino's been rough. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say. Oh my god, that's a. I'm gonna say no because I don't think they'll have a good enough pick because their defense is really good. Baker's playing just not like just enough. Like he's playing well. Like he's yeah, playing yeah. exactly what they need him to do. Can't be the Lions, but I mean, who can? Just the. So it's like you can have a, a Baker give it his all and play like what they need him to be and more at points, and then just like look at your you know fifty three man roster and be like we need a quarterback. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they're gonna be doing. No, I got you. Um, Rams, dude, Stafford's been balling out. I'm gonna be honest. Um, he, um, he I I don't know the the full extent of the the Stafford contract. Um. God, that's not. 
it's i think it's fully it's fully dependent on how this year goes and if mcveigh's out (laughs) you know i I think i think they all just group decide to retire the same year (laughs) like they move donald donald (laughs) stafford cub mcveigh they're like hey boys you want to get an apartment together (laughs) they just move the team is just left stranded yeah they do have a dad cap out yeah, I mean he's yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. I, I'm going to lead more towards towards no with especially with how he's played. I think there was a perception that Stafford with the injury heading into this year was just going to look really bad, and this Rams team is going to be awful. But I think they're 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 playing themselves uh, out of good quarterback range. Um, yeah. Houston, no, you got your guy. No. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, no. The contract is. I I think I I am holding out copium hopium that uh watson not, i'm not going to say return to form but um he's had moments where he's looked better than he did at the end of last season uh, i'm gonna say no though the contract is just too yeah i'll say i'm gonna yep i'm gonna say no as well uh seattle i'm gonna go and maybe yeah you, you're starting to get to the point with these teams where they are gonna play themselves out of a top top quarterback so it's a matter of how bad was Gino? And I think, I think, I don't know. It's 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 tough. I like Gino. He's just uh, he's not played great. Um, o line's not been great, but he hasn't been either. Um, Pittsburgh. Ooh, that's a good one. God, I pick it's just been the tough thing with Pittsburgh. This is, and I don't like doing narrative stuff too much, but dude, aren't they? Just, aren't the Steelers just the kind of like stick with their guys team, right? Like Tomlin, yeah, they are. I, they, I also think it helps Pickett that they have a lot of other needs to address. Yeah, so it's not like. And I think Canada you know, goes before fine. before Pickett is is not the quarterback anymore. Probably if if I the mean, offense looks terrible, yeah. about quarterbacks than it is coordinators. It's just as far as a business perspective and people like yeah. You know, I mean the like the that, city but, wants wants Canada out, but uh, yeah. yeah uh buff buffalo no uh man i, I would have said no i i think i would still say no dallas Ooh. are you are you an m maybe with dallas uh i don't think so man I, they're I, four I, they're and two going. right now they're yeah, gonna be a, talking about what we want they're gonna lose in the divisional round yeah what's gonna happen no but what i want yeah. is an m maybe yeah Baltimore no, Jacksonville no, uh, Detroit no. I think uh, I think Goff Goff has has earned himself a contract, and there's been speculation on those that happening. Um, yeah, MVP any good? Maybe <laughs> MVP. <laughs> uh, Miami no. Uh, I don't I don't know if you want to touch that. Obviously, no, Eagles no, no, Eagles no. no, Kansas City no, and we we talked right. about San Fran. Um, I think I think we hit we hit everyone. We can we can transition here and talk about. Uh, I want to talk about running backs a little bit, and this is kind of like when I when I brought up the like stream title of like the state of dynasty. I think it's really interesting middle of the season to talk about this because it's I think it's the whole like process state of dynasty feels very off season, right? You're heading into the year, and it's like okay, what is what is the dynasty? How do we approach the upcoming season, the draft, or everything? But I think the current state uh, of running backs is really interesting because man, running backs nobody wants running backs 
um, just because obviously the preference is receivers, quarterbacks. Um, I don't, I, tight ends is kind of a different conversation. We can kind of get into that specifically mm-hmm. to tight ends, but obviously compared to the running backs, um, man, wide receivers, like equal production, everyone just wants the wide receiver, the, you know, the health scare, the longevity. Um, it, it, it's pretty obvious. And, and you can see that in, in, in keep trade cut. And, and I'll pull that up here in terms of, you know, where, where players are valued. Um, but so we'll just do, I'm going to pull this Which, up here. By the way, is just a caveat. It obviously, depending on format, I mean, most formats is, yeah, what it's, you're saying, but like, I don't think people are going to be playing a dynasty format that really caters to running backs. And, and, and time, so. yeah. And I think too, I, I think, I mean, I don't play in any standard dynasty leagues. Uh, I mean, I, I think obviously, and, and when you get into like points per carry stuff, they're, right. they're going to get the bump. But I think just from the dynasty, like perspective mindset, it is, th- I mean, think about your redraft where running backs, you know, went and and just look at the way this is set up. I mean, obviously, the high end, I think, is, I mean, you're, you're looking at, you know, Bijan, Christian McCaffrey. I think the, the, the conversation with the current state of dynasty with running backs is you either have to be Bijan, Brees Hall, Devon Chan. we can talk about that in a second, or you have to be absolutely... Honestly, you have to be smashing regardless of how old you are, right? Christian McCaffrey, yep. smashing, yep. 27 years old, and he's ranked up here because he is having an elite running back season that will yep. bring, you know, increases. The, the wins over replacement player is massive for Christian McCaffrey. He's going to be up there. Bijan, I mean, literally LaDainian Tomlinson prospect has looked amazing. Is currently giving you the production as a rookie. Maybe not to the extent you want, but, you know, he's going to be up there with the, you know, the chases and Monras. Uh, Brees Hall smashing right now prospects you know we're talking about like first round level prospects that are smashing um, and then you get down to RB RB4 ETN smashing and young I think the the whole like people hate running backs is when you get down to uh, Jonathan Taylor who is a running back who has had a smash season is young just signed a massive contract and is neck and neck with a 30-year-old wide receiver. Now, Cooper Cup, don't get me wrong, it is a difference maker and for a contender, you know, deserves to be at this point. But I think this is where you start to really see, man, people hate running backs. Jameer- uh, I, I, sorry, I think it's also like, I don't know if you already touched on this, but it's definitely an age thing. Whereas, you know, a 30, if you, if you switch those ages, right, like... Cup's up there because he's 30. Yes, that's and he's smashing or he has smashed in the past, but receivers can go much older. The, the life of the running back in this league has really been highlighted, especially in recent past. Yeah. Contract negotiations and health. Yes. Issues. Yeah. So like 24 for a running back is the new like 28 for a receiver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, that's definitely the age thing. I think the, I mean, I think Gibbs is the interesting point. Um, and I think that's a little bit more of a situation right where the expectation was that Gibbs was going to come in and off the bat be the highest level of what DeAndre Swift did in Detroit and I think that was pretty misguided with the contract that the Lions gave David Montgomery and you know David Montgomery is not a plotter right we just saw Jamal Williams lead the league in touchdowns for this team and we're seeing what Jamal Williams is doing for the Saints Um, now obviously you know the injury but at the beginning of the season we saw him 
you know, that offensive line's not great, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to see Gibbs. Um, I think I wanted to do more like the, the landscape conversation when you're looking at guys like, man, Tony Pollard and Saquon Barkley and Austin Eckler and these running backs that are smashing um, or, or, or can or have smashed. And I just think it's it's the the concept of running backs are really only worth the excluding the Bijan, the Brees, the ETN, the young players that are smashing. They're really only worth like the production they're giving you right now in, in terms of, of dynasty. Um, and I think that's like a little evident in this Gibbs ranking here. Uh, below Brandon Ayuk and a 30-year-old Cooper Cup for a rookie running back who was taken in the middle of the first round. And I think it's just the concept of, man, we can't wait on Gibbs to be this like Alvin Kamara, you know, type of running back that we were expecting mm-hmm. if if David Montgomery has this two-year deal. Because man, you wait you wait three years for potentially Gibbs to like step into that situation. And it's just like, man, and I think that's why the way that I want to roster construct my teams and we're in a league together that I'm currently doing this. Uh, my, my running backs. I mean, I, I have uh, a Chan on IR. I, I'm currently a tanking team, but even a Chan who was damn up to RB four, I think at, before the injury. Yeah, we can, we can actually check this out and he's probably, he's probably still, yeah, he's RB6. Yeah, yeah no. He's, still RB6. he's he's on the IR currently. And this is, I mean, I think right. it's a little bit of, you know, the Miami effect. Um, but yeah, he got up to RB4 here, this stretch. And for me, it's, I don't want to beat a, beat a dead horse here. But but for me, it is, um, I think the interesting standpoint is it's, it's easy to look at HN on IR and say, you get a running back in the top five. I don't care who he is. Get him off my team for a receiver equivalent or a lock it in start nine receiver plus a pick. Get him off my team. Um, but I don't think the conversation needs to be had with Achan because we we saw it happen. He got hurt. He's on IR and we we see the dip and you can't sell him anywhere near what you could sell him for when he was healthy and smashing. Um, but what do you what do you do with? with Bijan and Brees Hall who are are young and smashing and we saw the situation happen with Brees his rookie year he was set up to to do what HN was doing and what Bijan's doing right now uh is do you just have to sell for the wide receiver equivalent and just eliminate whatever risk or, or is football just a, a deadly sport and players are going to get hurt and throw your hands up in the air if your players get hurt because Justin Jefferson never missed a game, Will trades three firsts and Drake London for him, and he's on IR and maybe going to miss the rest of the season. Um, I, that's, that's the question I kind of want to pose from like the, the landscape standpoint is, man, because it's easy, I think, to, to have the conversation after HN gets hurt. But you need to have the conversation now for your current smashing young running backs, your ETNs, your Brees Halls, your Bijan Robinsons. Do you just need to exhaust every resource to get these guys off your team to just try to eliminate that risk? Mm, I would say no. (laughs) 
And I, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong answer because I think a lot of people, uh, dynasty snobs, will stick their nose up and say, oh, I would never have a top five running back. Uh, I <laughs> trade them away for the wide receiver equivalent, and that's how I roster construct. And I don't need running backs to win. I'll like plug in whoever, but I, I can see that. I mean, think about the people who had that sh- roster construction. You know, they, they, they had Tyreek Hill instead of... You know, they got a Tyreek Hill and a plus for Bijan. And I mean, Tyreek's a tough example because he is ungodly smashing like world record, whatever. Um, But that top high end receiver and they play Zach Moss. You know, they they trade a third for Zach Moss at the beginning of the year and he does what he's doing. Um, I think the running back position is just more so than the wide receiver position. You can trade thirds and waiver wire pickups i'm starting kareem hunt in a league and that dude wasn't even rostered uh not even in dynasty not rostered he wasn't rostered in the damn nfl <laughs> you know <laughs> six yeah. weeks ago uh but i think that's that's the conversation of man look at your team and if you are if all of your resources you've accumulated and you've got a sick ass running back room and it's Bijan and it's Brees Hall and it's, you know, ETN and you're young and you're smashing. Um, there, I think you just carry a little more risk and man, you can't predict injuries, but I think you can cover yourself a little bit at the running back spot, especially in these leagues where sure. Brees Hall is, you know, Bijan is right next to Chase and Jefferson. And obviously Jefferson's a tough conversation currently hurt, but man, for me, it's like, Give me, give me the receiver equivalent from a fantasy production standpoint with, with those guys. I feel like I just uh, threw a thesis at you of uh, like my mindset <laughs> on this one roster construction aspect that I see. But this right. like like this is long winded and we can kind of like wrap up and close this intro on this. But like this is what I love about about Dynasty. It is the the like micro game. Of, the game within the game. Yeah, the game within the game. And it's and for me, the way I, I, I perceive Dynasty is it is a it's not you need to get everything right to win. It is I want to shrink the ranges at right. at which I can get things terribly wrong. And yeah. so so that's where the starting point was for the the running back for the wide receiver trade. It's like the minimal injury risk. Obviously, the longevity is an aspect. And I think the, the, the value, like I think about Jeff, like the value Jefferson would hold if he tore his ACL versus Bijan if he tore his ACL. Yeah. Um, and I, I think injuries are like a tough thing, like, but, but I think you just have to say it with, with running backs and man, the, the prime of these running backs careers, you talked about it, man. 24 is the 28 for receivers yep. at the running back spot because one, because of prime injury, what we've seen in production fall off from 28-year-olds. Now, don't get me started. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, this and this running back class, too, that is, like, starting to phase out. Zeke, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, Kamara. I mean, these guys are, like, special. Um, yeah. But uh, I think that's the – that that's that's what I wanted. The point I want to get across in this landscape thing is I, I encourage you guys to take a look at your rosters and really look at – what bets am I making with the way that I've constructed my roster and how can I shrink the ranges at which it goes horribly wrong? 
Uh, and yeah. I think there's a lot of different ways to get 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 into that, and we can have those conversations right. down, down the line. I'm looking forward to 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 those. But uh, yeah, I, we can kind of end there. Uh, we don't need to go like through through all positions and, and everything. There'll, there'll be a lot of opportunities for that. But um, right. anything uh, anything you wanna wanna close off on? I feel like I uh, talked for like 15 no. minutes straight about my uh, my dynasty you- mindset. You're good. I, it just made me think about like the 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 age and longevity of running backs more, and it's just so sad. Like I was thinking back of like yeah. when Zeke was in his prime time with Cowboys, right, and how quickly he his downfall, or just any of these running backs. Like Saquon, yeah. I'm not gonna say Saquon's having his downfall yet, but it's like Saquon was drafted what 2018, right? I think it's 2018. Sounds right. Like five years for a running back, and it's like, all right, are we are we moving on from him? It's like, dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Imagine like five years for Justin Jefferson. It's like just un- unthinkable for people like other skill positions or, or quarterbacks. Just the running back. I, and I don't it's, know if it's just like the nature of the game and like you. Just, it is. It is a little bit too. Back. I mean, how many how many bell cows do you do you even see? I mean, even Bijan right now. I mean, Algiers. I mean, te- teams are just running multiple running backs too. And and I think the yeah. other thing is the other conversation point is, uh, man, from a like not even the the high end. We don't have time to wait for Tony Pollard to get his, you know, mm-hmm. his workload. Um, like obviously right. he he showed and was able to, but those are such niche cases. How many Tony Pollards do we get? Where it's like, oh, finally right. the starter's gone. Here's this guy. He's gonna smash now, and that's just not right. the way the NFL is built anymore. Right. I I think about I thought about this uh, a couple of weeks ago of like the running back scenario and the change in the NFL for running backs of like classic bell cows and now only split backfields and scat backs and quick guys that you can just kind of find more often than not it's almost like three-point shooting in the nba to me oh. where it's just like the the, the the game has changed so much and the, the these teams are starting to catch on and be like if we want to be you know if we want to capitalize on this and really be efficient as well like we just gotta you know convert to getting three-point shooters getting three and d guys like that's the way to go spread the floor um, and the NFL, I'm seeing the same thing of like, we can't afford to one pay years and years and years and years for just this bell cow. That's probably going to get hurt because we're running him into 300 pound men every 35 snaps a game when we could just have, you know, a solid, pretty good starter and a, a decent backup that we could just interchange and, you know, spread wide and have the offense go like, yeah, I just see and the, that's in the, league the contract the yeah. game. Yeah you know it's yeah it's a contract thing it's a business thing it's also like a scheme thing too like you can see that changing so much from like even like the late like 2010s like it's not been that long ago that we've had a lot of bell cows back in the day yeah yeah for sure and we can uh yeah we can kind of kind of close on that sad note about the uh changing (laughs) landscape of all these running backs we we love and adore but uh no i i think this is a really good conversation i'm looking forward to to kind of carrying this and and keeping moving the dynasty hotline community forward through that Mm -hmm. check out the discord Mm -hmm. um your homework tonight is to take a look at your dynasty rosters see what see what bets you're making and where you can shrink your ranges in terms of what you can get horribly wrong uh and maybe you know and i i think the the next conversation can be how do you do that and i think there's there's a couple different ways you can talk about that i think you know things like you know, tearing down at certain spots, depending on, you know, the number of starters in your league and, and getting a pick back and you're making two bets at that point. And, and those are, you know, conversations we can, we can have down the line, but appreciate 
you guys watching we don't have a cool ass intro or outro or intro i guess um but but we appreciate you guys watching if you could hit the subscribe alerts if you if you're re-watching this if you made it this far we, we love that and that's for you Do it. peace out